All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix, a mindful of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. I have to admit, that was the single least enthusiastic intro I have ever cut in my podcasting career. Uncle Bobby didn't do a lot of sleeping last night. All right, so what if we go camera mode? Let's blow up Shuate, make sure I look nice and sexy. Where is it? Where is it? All right, there we go. We got the three, the two, the one. YouTube, now you are up and running. Let my people go. All right, gang, we're going to do this Sunday thing. And let's just go ahead and assume from this point forward, I will always have a blasphemy Sunday. Right now, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of Christians are jamming into their church houses right now, uh, paying someone who's no smarter than they are, paying someone... 10% of their yearly income so that they can be told that they're horrible people and that as long as you uh, commit cannibalism and vampirism, you're going to be good to go. So I just figured Sundays from here on out, blasphemy Sundays. But gang, I found some shit, so I'm going to rant about some shit. Hell. Gang, that's just a fucked up ass concept. Hold on, I got... That was disgusting. I had a breakfast sandwich in my teeth. YouTube, you got to see me spit it out. Way to go. Now, where was I? Oh, yeah, let's talk about hell. Gang, hell is just a fucked up ass concept. It just is. And no matter how hard, oops, no matter how hard Christians try to spin this, saying that God doesn't send people to hell, you send yourself to hell, and all that, it's still fucked up. At the end of the day, hell is reserved for people who don't believe in God. That's it. Or I'm sorry, the right kind of God. Again, there is nothing that you can do that is so fucked up that the Christian God will not overlook so far as long as before you take your last breath, you get on your knees and you jerk Jesus off. That being said, on the exact flip, There's no amount of good you can do in this life to that would balance out you not believing in Jesus Christ. There's no amount of good you can do. You are fucked from the moment your dad busted a nut inside of your mother. You are fucked. Then not in a sexy, vibrant way, right? So we're going to tackle this whole hell concept. Now, gang, before we jump into the first video, It's from Fuckface Alan Parr. And I did uh, my last show on this dude. Again, if you are in bed with the likes of a Fuckface Frank Turk, you are garbage. So he's got this fucked up ass video called Do Babies Who Die Go to Heaven? Now that's a very, my voice just cracked. That is a very common atheist question towards Christians. I've asked it. You've asked it. Because it is a logical question to ask. Again, acceptance is an active experience, right? A six-month-old does not understand 
Jesus Christ or, or sin or anything like that, right? If you were still shitting on yourself, you do not understand the concept of acceptance. So again, here's a logical path. We are all born sinners, right? Every Christian is going to say, yes. All sinners, hold on, let me close this door. So there's, ah, there we go. There we go. God damn it. Sing the song, sing the song. The door didn't close, gang. Shit. Where's, there's a buddy. Okay. Ah, but back on topic. Okay. We're all born sinners. Every Christian is going to say yes, right? God cannot be in the presence of sin. Every Christian is going to say you're right. In order to get to heaven, you have to accept the Jesus sacrifice. Every Christian is going to say yes. If you die and you do not accept the Jesus sacrifice, you're going to go to hell. Most of them are going to say yes. Because, again, you're going to get that handful that are going to waffle, right? Because, again, they know this is a fucked-up-ass concept. They just won't admit it, right? So then you ask a very logical question. Okay, this six-month, this six, the six-month-old who dies of SIDS, they did not accept Jesus Christ. But you said, no, not you. This is what Christianity teaches. We are all born sinners who deserve hell. Then you ask him about the six-month-old. And now apparently, we're not all born sinners, right? Babies are born pure. I'm like, wait, fuckface, you just said two different things. You just contradicted yourself. We're all born sinners. Yes, the six-month-old goes to hell, right? No, 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 we're, there's pure. So again, he's got this fucked-up-ass video called Do Babies Who Die Go to Heaven or Not? Roll this fucked up ass tape. Is to bury their own child when it should be the other. Hold on, what's going on here? So in this video, we're going to explore the question, what happens to babies who die? That's coming up today. Hey, my friend, welcome back to The Beat. My name is Alan Parr. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm looking at your balls. Fast forward. Okay, so there are several arguments or scriptures that people use and point to to suggest that when babies die, they go directly to heaven. But the question is, are these scriptures strong enough to... You know what? Pause the tape. You know what's fucked up? That this is a conversation that Christians have to have. Let me tell you something. If you have an ideology that says a seven-month-old is so bad that they're going to be tortured or we have to discuss it, if you follow a religion that this is even a topic of conversation, your religion blows, right? And it reminds me of, I did a show on it, where that boy looked to be six or seven-year-old tops, right? He was in Italy, and Pope Fuckface is, you know, having one of his Fuckface, you know, rape apology sermons or whatever the fuck, and the boy approaches Pope Fuckface. And he goes up, and the boy is crying, gang. The boy is crying. And so he gets up there, and he's like, Pope Fuckface, my father was a good man, right? And despite the fact that he didn't believe in God, he made sure we went to church every Sunday. Hashtag societal pressures. 
Pope Mac fuckface, my father just died and he didn't believe in God. Is my dad being tortured right now? And he's asking this question through tears, afraid that someone's hurting his father. But what did Pope Mac fuckface do? Did what Christians always do. And that is to take 27 minutes to give a simple two-second yes or no answer. And then reassured the boy that his father isn't being tortured. Everyone in the comments, in the video, they're like, oh, oh we love Pope McFuckface. It's like, is that what you saw? Because if that's what you saw, you completely miss the fact that no one's born believing in hell. Someone put that shit in that kid's head. That's fucked up, right? Again, so Pope McFuckface is not a hero, right? He's actually the villain in this story. But again, let's get back to the video. I just thought about that. But again, if you have an ideology that includes having to discuss whether babies get tortured or not, your ideology blows. Roll the tape. Prove that and... Are we allowing our own personal desires and biases to enter into and influence what we want to happen to babies whenever they die? Or are we letting the scriptures speak for themselves? So I'm going to share with you some of those scriptures that people typically point to. And then towards the end of this video, I'm going to share with you what I personally believe is the answer to this. Come on, dude, get into it. The first scripture is Luke chapter 18, verses 15 and 16. And it says here, People were also bringing babies to Jesus for him to place oh, his shit. hands on them. When the disciples saw this, they rebuked them. But Jesus called the children to him and said, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to Pause the tape. He's doing a lot of jabbering. Dude, just get to the fucking point. But again, this is very Christian apologetic Right? Again, do babies go to hell? I'm still waiting on a fuck. I'm waiting for him to even begin answering this fucking question. Roll the tape. To such as these. Now, this scripture is often used to suggest the fact that, hey, Jesus loves children. And so because of that, all babies go to heaven. Now, the reason why I don't think this verse alone is strong enough to prove that point is because whenever you look at the context here, it says that the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. It doesn't say the kingdom of God belongs to all babies or all children, but more so, we can see that Jesus... Is he ever going to get to a fucking answer? I'm just, I'm just waiting for some bullshit. I have no idea what the fuck this has to do with the question at fucking hand. But again, this is very Christian apologetic -y. I'm going to act like I'm answering the question all the while participating in a conversation way the fuck over there. Roll the tape. Seems to be using children and the faith of children, meaning they're innocent, they believe without having anything to happen to be proven to them. That type of faith is the faith that you have to have in order to inherit the kingdom of God. And so while this verse clearly affirms Jesus's love for children, I don't think this verse by itself is strong enough to build an entire right. theology and say, okay, because Jesus loves children, then that means that all babies who die prematurely are going to go to heaven. So let's move to the next verse. Yeah, now, please this do. second verse is probably one of the most popular verses that people use to prove or proof text 
that babies who die go to heaven. And this is when David, who had an affair with Bathsheba, that God judged or disciplined David by taking their son that came about because of their illicit affair, God struck that firstborn son dead. And this was David's response. It says, Pause the tape. Do you guys just catch that? God was so put out by a dude having an extramarital affair that he killed someone's child. Please tell me again, Christians, how all life is sacred. Are you shitting me? I mean, go fuck yourselves. You just heard that shit, right? God struck down David's baby because it was born from an extramarital affair. One, that's just fucked up. I can't believe he even said that shit out loud. Two, I'm still waiting, really. I would think this is a yes or no question. Apparently, I'm wrong. Roll the tape. While the child was still alive, I fasted and wept. I thought, who knows? The Lord may be gracious to me and let the child live. But now that he is dead, why should I go on fasting? Can I bring him back again? I will go to him but he will not return to me. Now, there are several problems with this particular verse, using this verse alone to prove that babies who die go to heaven. Number one, if indeed this was some sort of promise that God had given David, we have to ask the question, was this something that God had shown David just for David's child, that he would see his child again in the resurrection? Pause the tape. Christians, what in the hell is wrong with you guys? Your God murdered a fucking baby because it was born from an extramarital fucking affair. Instead of saying, you know what, whoever this God is, he can go fuck himself, right? You got fuck nuts David in this story talking about, oh, well, I hope God will be gracious with my baby. He just fucking killed your baby. And again, you guys are sitting here making excuses for the world's most prolific abortion provider, right? I mean, go fuck yourselves. Roll the tape. Or is this something that's going to be a timeless theological truth for all babies? Not only that, is David teaching a truth here, or is he expressing his heartfelt desire to be reunited with his deceased son, right? So if you ask any parent who's lost a child, of course they're going to say, I want to go to him. I want to see them again. So this seems to be expressing more of David's desire but there's not a clear theological position that, yes, we can look at this one verse and say, all babies who die go to heaven. So let's move on to the next verse. Yes, please next move on. First Corinthians chapter 7, oh, verse 14. Shit. And this would support more of the Catholic position. And this is one of the reasons why Catholics believe in infant baptism, which is not biblical, which is the idea of you baptize your children when they're infants, and they're automatically going to be covered and going to heaven. But that's not what the scripture Pause the tape. I was baptized as an infant. Apparently that shit didn't take. Because here I am, a full-blown atheist with a YouTube channel, and I tweet my monkey ass off. I guess I'm still just kind of waiting for this guy to kind of give me a yes or no. But again, I have got every confidence. We're not making it to this safe. That he's not going to do it. He's going to do exactly what Christianity does, and that's to shuck and jive to him and Hall and do everything but answer the fucking question. Roll the tape. Come on. And let's look at this verse and prove why that is not a proper theological position. 
It says here, for the unbelieving husband has been sanctified through the wife, and the unbelieving wife has been sanctified through her believing husband. Otherwise, your children would be unclean, but as it is, they are holy. Now, the problem with just looking at this one verse and suggesting that children who are in the same household as a believing spouse are automatically covered is whenever you look at the context, Paul is clearly talking here about the marriage of a believing spouse and an unbelieving spouse. And he's basically saying one of the benefits of... You know what? Go fuck yourselves. I mean, this is just a bunch of bullshit. Right. So, again, now we're talking about what happens when one parent believes in God and the other parent does not believe in God. And now we're hearing words like unclean. Gang, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, I, I, I got someone pregnant. Right. I, I, I keep a lot of things close to the chest. Right. The kid didn't make it. it fucking blows. And I was not talking about my child, but there was someone at work. And they were talking about someone else who apparently had an affair. And she addressed that child as a bastard, as illegitimate. And I remember telling this person, I cannot believe you just called someone's child illegitimate. Now, I understand that's an old school term. But I was like, that's fucked up. But in my mind, what I was thinking is, here's one person who will not make the fucking babysitting list. I wasn't married to this person. We were dating, right? And I was like, my point is, again, unclean, bastard, illegitimate, right? I mean, go fuck yourself. I don't even know if I want to finish this goddamn tape. Again, you have to sit here and do all these backflips to, to, to not even really answer the fucking question, which is a logical question, fuckface. Do babies go to heaven or hell? Right, that, that you would think that's an easy thing to answer. And actually, it is easy. Because according to Christian theology, despite all the foolishness that he's talking about, babies go to hell. Because again, you have to accept the Jesus sacrifice. And acceptance is an active process. Babies can't fucking do that. A little bit more. Roll the tape. We're not making through the end of this. Being married to a believing spouse, if you are an unbelieving spouse, is that all of the benefits, all of the blessings, all of the favor, all of the love that God is going to bestow upon that believing spouse, because that believing spouse is a child of God, the unbelieving spouse is also going to naturally benefit from that and all those who are in the household, because if God's blessings and favor are on... Pause the tape, end the tape. He can go fuck himself. I don't want to listen to this bullshit anymore. And no wonder he's in league with the likes of a fuckface Frank Turk. Y'all remember I finally did a show when I became an atheist? I, I, I did a show on that first video I ever saw of fuckface Frank Turk. Almost the exact same fucking topic. A college-age girl got up to the mic and said, I'm a good person, but I don't believe in your God. Am I going to go to hell? Gang, almost 10 minutes later, he still had not answered the fucking question. This is exactly what Alan Parr is doing. I don't want to play this fucking game with this asshole anymore. Again, do babies go to hell? According to the logical chain, that answer is yes. But Christians know this is why. There is someone at work, right, 
I always ask her because she wants to get me back to the flock. I'm like, yeah, fat chance with that bullshit. To this day, she's never answered the question. I've been asking it for years when the topic comes up. Right? Look, the odds of you converting me to Christianity about as slim to none as it possibly gets, which means, according to your theology, I'm going to go to hell. So we're not going to debate that. But I am going to ask you, do you think that is moral? You've known me for 10 years. Do you think it is moral that the God that you worship is going to torture me forever? You know what this person says? Well, Robert, I mean, I truly believe that you're going to accept God again. It's going to be okay. Shut the fuck up. Again, here you are. Here the fuck it is you are doing everything that you were taught to do as a Christian, and that is not answer the fucking questions. All right, gang. I got, let's get some other ones. Where is it? Uh, I had a whole bunch. Okay, you know, uh, which one do we want to do? Let's do Sean McDowell. No, 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 no. How can a loving God send people to hell? I told you, I, 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 it's what happens when you've been up since fucking two o'clock. You look up some bullshit. Okay, do we have capitalism? Capitalism, hold on. Yeah, 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 I'm licking your balls. Okay. Hey guys, thanks so much for joining us here today. The question for today is, how can a loving God send people to hell? Pause the tape. Again, a very logical question. Right, again. Just based on what it is I do for a living, love should not hurt. This is already the, the, the spiritual equivalent of he hits me, therefore he loves me. So again, how can a loving God send people to hell? That's a logical ass question. Ten bucks says he does a shit job of explaining it. Roll the tape. This is a fantastic question and really one that many are contemplating on the earth, right? Um, Does a loving God really send people to hell? But there's another question that is being begged within this question, and that is, do we believe that there is an ultimate judge? Do we believe that there is an ultimate judgment? And I think the majority of people actually want that for those who are wicked on the earth, like the Hitler's. Pause the tape. Every time I hear about this ultimate justice bullshit, again, I fuck face Ray Comfort does this. Right? I like, well, what about the rapist? What about Hitler? Blah, 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 blah. It's like, you know what? I've got a great idea. You're the all-powerful God. How about Hitler doesn't murder six million Jews? What about the serial rapist not raping anybody? Right? It's like, yeah, yeah. So, what, what, what if he just gets away with his crimes? What if you just don't have the crime in the first place? Again, we've got models of perfection, according to Christianity. Before Eve was tempted by a talking snake, because, yeah, that shit really happens. Before Eve ate the apple. And right now, as I fucking said that, gang, some fucking Christian. Oh, Robert, how do we know it was an apple? Shut the fuck up. Maybe it was a slice of pizza. Who gives a shit? But after the before the she ate whatever, it was perfect. You guys remember the story? When we die and go to heaven. It's perfect there. And apparently we still get to have our free will. So again, we have models of fucking perfection. So this bullshit argument, which isn't one, ultimate justice, just don't make that bullshit happen. Roll the tape. The world. We're doing terrible things to innocent children and innocent people on the earth. We definitely want them to be judged. The problem is we I, don't want to be judged. I ourselves. knew it. I knew it. And so we don't like the idea of there even being a hell. 
the Bible. You know what? Pause the tape. Go fuck yourself. Yes, Hitler was an asshole. Yes, Stalin was an asshole. Yes, my ex-wife is an asshole. But for all the mistakes I have made and will continue to make, I am nowhere near the ranks of an Adolf fucking Hitler. Are you fucking kidding me? Right, so again, I, this is very common Christian bullshit, and that is, well, if God judges Hitler, then he's going to judge you. Okay, fine. Why don't you put all my defects up here on the court board, right? And, and, and then compare it to the Hitler list. And if you think my bad shit equals Hitler's bad shit, you can go fuck yourself. I told you guys. Again, YouTube, you can see. Podcast as you can. That's Carrie, and next to her is Burke. Those are my parents. In order for me to sit here and say, oh, I'm so horrible, I deserve hell, blah, 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 I would have to bash those two people. And I'm not going to fucking do it. You can, but I am not. I love my mother way too much, and I love my father way too much. So please continue, Christians, to sit there and say how horrible you are. I deserve to be tortured. Whether you realize it or not, you're bashing your parents. Go fuck yourself. Roll this fucked up as take. Says about hell that it actually does exist, but there is something you need to know. In Matthew chapter 25, Jesus says this in verse 41. He says, then he will say to them on his left, depart from me, you cursed. Uh, I never do. Eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Jesus talks about hell. So it is real. And then he also says that it was prepared for the devil and his fallen angels or the demons. So hell was not actually created for humans to be placed there. It was created for the devil and his fallen angels. Pause the tape. I love it how, again, again, this gang, like the things, subscribe to the things, share the things. So our Christian can hear this. This bullshit that hell was made for the devil and his demons and the blood and the glavenoids. We are not supposed to go there. Then why are apparently again, then why are we going there? Oh, it's total bullshit. You know, it's, it's it, stop it. It's their sins. It's those not two Christians that went and terrorized through Europe, terrorized through America, terrorized through South America, Australia, and everywhere else. It was those not real Christians. That's their hell. That's their guilt. But it doesn't matter, even if the not real Christians, like the Crusades, right? right? So they get to say those weren't real Christians, but it's irrelevant. Because if those not real Christians did all the bullshit they did, but before they died, got on their knees and said, Jesus, I'm sorry for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. All is forgiven. All is gravy. It means hell is for those who do not accept the Jesus sacrifice. It's just that simple. Then, And that's, again, it does not matter. It's a good place to go into halftime, gang, because it's getting hot up in this bitch. Let me tell you something. The hell concept is immoral for a great many reasons, but here's Uncle Bobby's number one reason. There is no good that you can do that will get you into heaven. Just like there is no bad that you can commit that will keep you out of heaven so far as long as you jerk Jesus off. Please go fuck yourselves. Gang, thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock and I am pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill, say it with me. 
The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Black, let's get YouTube back up and running. Gang, Uncle Bobby's got the bubble gut. I'm going to tell you what. That's always been my one Achilles heel. Me and my stomach have been lifelong fucking enemies. All right, let's hit the, all right. Blow up, Shuate. We got the three, the two, the one. YouTube, now you are up and running. Dear Lord, why have you forsaken me? All right, gang, before we roll back up in this tape, let Uncle Bobby tell you the Cliff Notes version of the Crusades. So, so much, in fact, I remember it was maybe six years ago. Actually, I'm looking right at it. So, in 1999, I was the first ever head coach of a private Christian school here in town. The mascot was the Crusaders. Now, about six years ago, they yanked that name up. And of course, people, you know, the, the, the graduates, you know, they, they was like, oh, people are offended. I was like, do you know anything about the Crusades? So, gang, here's the fucking Crusaders. They'd go to a foreign land and they'd give the people an option. Okay, option number one, you can convert to Christianity and give up this land or you cannot give up this land and we're going to fucking slaughter you. So you, you just make your choice. I mean, which one would you like to do? Either way, you're going to unass this dirt. Gang, the Crusaders were fucking assholes. They just were, right? Rapists, murderers, marauders, conquerors. These were not someone that you would have over for afternoon tea. Now, again, for all the people who say the Crusaders weren't actual Christians, again, one, you don't get to make that call. You just don't. Because they thought they were just like the Ku Klux Klan is an actual Christian organization. It is. And I, I, when people argue me this all again, you don't make that call. You want to know why they like the cross game? They like the cross because it is a signal to, to light uh, Jesus's path back to the planet. Yeah, look that shit up. But again, no matter how much bad the Crusaders did, as long as they accepted Jesus before they died, they went to heaven just like Adolf Hitler, just like everyone else. So again, the concept of hell is sitting on some bullshit. Let's roll the tape. One of the things we need to remember is that though God is a judge and though human beings deserve to be punished for their sins, they've done wrong against God. All have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. Myself, everyone on the earth has done wrong before the living God. And people should be judged for that. But the Lord did not leave things there. He has actually made a way for us to be forgiven of the judgment, though he is the judge and though we deserve it. Forgiven of... Pause the tape. Do you guys hear that? That's abusive language. We deserve it. Gang, shut the fuck up. And by gang, I mean myself included, myself especially. There are times when I listen to this, I was like, I cannot believe I've been on this. Again, you guys ever notice, I mean, seriously, how the Christian God can't do anything significant without wrath, judgment, murder. Are you fucking kidding me? 
This is not the sign of a benevolent creator. This is the sign of fucking Ike Turner. This is, again, we deserve it. He's the judge. Again, so much in fact, I I did that on my show about jerking off all over yourself. God is going to judge your thought life. Again, gang, if you cannot be safe in your own brain, you cannot be safe. Right? Again, I, I see something that I like that I can't afford. So now I'm coveting. So now apparently God is looking in my brain and saying, oh, I'm going to punish this fucker for that. I mean, sh- this is bulls Roll the tape. I can't stand it. Sins and set free. The Bible says in John chapter 3, verse 16, Jesus says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have pause the tape. You know what really bothers me about this? Christians, you love pulling this stuff out. Like no one's ever heard of John 316. <laughs> I don't. It's like, you shut the fuck up. When I tell Christians, look, I'm not a rookie at this. Okay. And a lot of the instances I've been a Christian longer than the person I've been talking to has been alive. Right. It's like, look, dude, I was borderline fundamentalist, right? I've read the Bible three times from cover to cover, from cover to cover, cover to cover. You know what he says? Have you read the book of John? I'm like, no, they that when I yeah, is it, is it in the Bible? Well, yeah. Did you not hear me say I've read it three times? Yeah. But did you read the book? Of like, oh, again, you guys saw this John 316 out. Like we age would be like, well, why didn't you say so in the first place? <laughs> Let me address something real fast before I roll this fucked up ass tape. I did an entire show on it. When so I just bell When a Christian said, There's not a unique thought amongst any of you atheists. I'm like, you want to know why? Because we keep having to respond to the same bullshit. that everyone, you know, we're thinking outside of the parameters that they allow themselves. Well, I think he's saying we don't have a unique thought because we, well, because we keep responding to the same stuff. They get mad when we say invisible sky wizard. It's like, well, it fits the fucking description. They're going to hear the same answer every time because they don't want to hear anything else. Right. But they keep, they keep shoveling the same bullshit, right? How do you think you got here? Well, my dad fucked my mom. Well, no, you know what you mean. And I'm like, again, we keep, and they, and then when you say that, then they keep going, well, who created them? Who created them? I was like, we don't change because we are responding to the same shit. Again, you can take someone like Elise Strobel, who I'm not going to question. Apparently he was an atheist and now he's a Christian. Okay. Well, you'll never guess what. He says the exact same shit that every other Christian. And you know what? I'm just not impressed. Roll the tape. Oh, and we're, we're selling John 3.16. You guys write this down because we've never heard this shit before. Eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe in him is condemned already. Those who do not believe in Jesus as Lord and Savior. Pause the tape. So he did hit my trump card to John 3.16. Again, I told you that the inerrant word of God eventually becomes the big book of fucking multiple choice. 
John 3.16, yeah. He said it sent the world. John 3.18, he who is saved and is baptized will be saved. He who believes not will be forever condemned. That, that is a clear-cut fucking call that if you don't jerk Jesus off, your monkey ass is going to go to hell. So again, there's no bad you can do that the Christian God will not forgive you for. This is just immoral. Roll the tape. Believe in the Son of God, yes, will be in hell for eternity. But what is that? What they're saying is no to God. They're saying, I don't want God. I don't want to be. Pause the tape. And again, no wonder you fuckers win all the debates. That's not what we atheists are saying, right? No, I don't want God. You guys talk about us. Like, you know, like again, forgive the stereotype, but the old school mobster movies, right? And like, my son is dead to me. No, it's like when you guys say we hate God, we don't believe in your God. I'm not choosing to disbelieve. You tell me, how do you think your tree grew in your front yard? Well, someone dropped a fucking acorn up in that bitch and a tree grew, right? Again, that the tree is not proof of God. Rape is not proof of God. My dog having a stroke is not proof of God. So again, he talks about us like he's one of us. Again, what is so hard about letting members of the club define the club? That is not what atheism states. This roll the tape. His presence. They're saying that here on earth and they're saying that in eternity. And so guess what? People will get exactly what they want. And that is how. Pause the tape. That's more abusive relationship uh, talk. He will give them what they want. Again, bitch, you deserve this ass whooping. I cannot believe I used to bite on this shit. I don't believe in unicorns and don't mean I hate them. I mean, how can I hate something I don't believe in? But it, that's a Ray Comfort quote, right? It's like, atheists don't hate uh, uh, unicorns and leprechauns because they know they don't exist. Atheists hate God because they know he does. And people jerk off to that like his monkey ass was Socrates or some shit. And again, no wonder you guys win all the debates. He straight up defined atheism and told us what it is. Again, you just don't want God. You know, that's your problem right there. Like, no, fuck face. Again, if, if a Christian was to prove a God exists, the only thing you would have done was strip me of my atheism. I'm not going to sit here and say God doesn't exist when the fucker's sitting right there, but that's not what you guys are talking about. Roll the tape. Only about 90 seconds left. Well, is the absence of Almighty God. That is the absence of the one who is light, who is love, who is good, who is wonderful, who is joyful, who is rest, who is righteous, who is pure, who is holy. The absence of all these things, they will have their way. They will have themselves away from God for all of eternity and that itself. But oh, if you're watching today, I want to encourage you, please don't run from God. That's why he's created a rescue mission through his son, Jesus Christ. Okay, you know, if you're listening to this today, Christians, do me a favor. Don't run from reality. Don't, don't, don't face the world head on, right? Please continue to knock on other people's doors and tell them that they're filthy sodomites and that we deserve hell. I mean, go fuck it. This, and again, here's the problem, gang, as I look for the next video. Again, for those of us old enough who grew up in them old school church houses, right, it was nothing. Again, first and foremost, this dude is wearing a baseball hat and a fucking T-shirt.
<clears throat> gang, you cannot find an old school black pastor who dressed like that on a Tuesday, much less at church. But this is the new plan of attack. They get this young, handsome dude. He's all hip and shit, you know, smiling in your face. Again, oh, let's do this one. Again, the only difference between fuck you and fuck you is the tone of my voice. At the end of the day, the message has not changed. So, gang, the next one is guaranteed to give me a fucking stroke. It's from fuckface Frank Turk. And I had to click on it. Dr. Turk, would you kill your family? Now, I clicked on this because I've asked Christians this myself. If someone told you, because again, the best part about Christianity, it requires no commitment. And for the Christians who are more committed, even other Christians say that for is a lunatic. I've asked Christians before, if a God told you to kill your kids, would you do it? Now, of course, I never got an answer, but that's a legit question, right? Again, every person who walks the streets saying that they're Jesus, Christians look at that person and say they're a lunatic. When, when a Christian refuses certain medical treatments because it's written in the scripture that you can't do this or, or God spoke to you last night and said, don't accept the shot or whatever the fuck. Yeah, and then Christians say that those people are assholes. So again, that to me, this is a very legit question. That's why I clicked on it. I just belge hashtag profession. Would fuckface Frank Turek kill his family? Do we have capitalism? Other remodels. Capitalism. Phony customers and lots of before. I'm never getting YouTube Prime, gang. Never. Too cheap. Dr. Shrek, I'm only asking if you would murder your wife or children to prove your devotion. It's a simple question. I don't know what would happen. And by the way, when God decides that someone should die, Wait, it's what? murder for him. Hold on. Okay. Hold on, gang. Dr. Shrek. God commanded you to murder your wife or children to prove your faith in God. Is your current devotion not enough to prove your faith? Wait. Must you murder your children as Abraham was instructed? This is a simple yes or no question, Doc. I don't, I don't know what I would do in Abraham's position. That's a good Pause the tape. Gang, shut the fuck up. That's an easy question to it. Did you guys hear his response? I don't know what I would do. It's gross is what it is. Gang. Oh my fucking God. I hope I did not sound like this when I was a Christian. Gang, if you knock on my door and you say, you know what, Robert, go fuck your family. I'm going to punch you in your face. If you said I had to do something bad to my family. So again, I told you, there is no club that I have membership that is worth my sense of right or wrong. If, if my frat said, if you want to be, you know, a proper Sigma, you got to kill your dogs. I would tell you to go fuck yourself. If you want to be a real Texas Longhorn, you have to shit on your mother's face. This fucker straight up said, I don't know what I would do. Okay. I, I hope his kids did not hear him say that. Go fuck yourself. Roll the tape. You know who really struggled with that? Soren Kierkegaard. Who wrote a I book don't called, care. Um, 
Is your faith strong enough to murder your Hold own on, children Cody, or, Cody, or I'm, wife? I'm thinking, and since I'm from New Jersey. No, pause it, the tape. That's a legit question. Now he's going to start talking about some fuck knuckle who wrote a book on, you know, I don't know, astrophysics. Who cares? Cody asked that man a legit question, but he's an apologist. So he's going to do everything he can to not answer it. He's just going to fill it with like fucking grade D, 64% lean beef from some fucking dollar general. It's already turning half brown. If you fucking don't cook within half a second, your monkey ass is going to get dysentery and rickets and the flying shits. He's just going to fill. We are not making it through the seven minutes and 17 seconds game. He's just going to fill the time talking about everything but what Cody asked him. Roll the tape. Really hard for me to do, so give me a minute. Uh, the word, the, the the book is called "Fear and Trembling" by Soren Kierkegaard. Who cares? So I don't know what I would do. Just like I'm never going to say if somebody put a gun to my head or a gun to my wife's head, what would you do? Because Peter tried that. I'll never deny you, Lord. And what did he do? He denied, he denied it three times. Him. Yes, yeah, that's a so fiction. I don't know what I would do. Okay, but let me point out: if your friend is an atheist, pause the tape. I already know he's going to shut the fuck up. First and foremost, I already told you what I would do. Gang, there's nothing more important than my fucking family. My cousin Paula comes up to my chest and she would go to war for me just like that. If you told me in order to prove your loyalty to XYZ Club, you have to hurt your cousin Paula. I like, dude, I am so glad you are saying this over the Internet, because if you were in my face, dot, dot, dot. I'm not trying to get another fucking YouTube strike. I mean, go fuck yourself seeing here saying, oh, I don't, I, mean, I don't know if I would protect my wife. What? Shut the fuck up. Roll the tape. Hey, uh, he, I, I paused it. Gang, I guarantee, because he said, if your friend's an atheist, he's getting ready to do the whole, according to atheism, what's wrong with killing your wife and kids? Watch. There's nothing wrong with God doing anything because by atheism, there's rewind it. Okay, there we go. But let me point out if your friend is an atheist, there's nothing wrong with God doing anything because by atheism, there's no standard of right and wrong anyway. Pause the tape. First and foremost, go fuck yourself. Secondly, he's right. He's right. According to atheism, there is no right or wrong. You want to know why? Atheism does not speak to that. Just like Geometry. Geometry does not speak to morality. Atheism does not speak to morality. I told you I did an interview with Peter. I can't remember what the fucker's name was. But fuck face back slap nuts went there for 10 minutes. I I wasn't even talking. And he kept saying that my worldview can't account for this. My worldview can't account. I was like, dude. Do you realize you've never once asked me what my worldview is? You know what he said? Good point. Yeah, again, Christians, it's amazing what would happen. Again, if you followed the Uncle Bobby three-step process to knowledge, step one is to ask your question. Step two is to shut the fuck up. Step three is to absorb new information. Again, we're not going to make it through this. Fuckface Frank Turek has a PhD. If you're smart enough to defend a dissertation, you're smart enough to absorb new information and simple concepts like what is atheism. Roll the tape. In order for you to bring up the objection, you're actually stealing a standard from God in order to try and say God doesn't exist. You know what? I'm only asking if you would... You're stealing a standard 
from Chris Hemsworth. Because with abs like that, you cannot be wrong. In order to say that Chris Hemsworth does not exist, you have to acknowledge that he does. Again, Christians, how does your shit sandwich taste now? It's like fuckface side Tim Bruggen cake. He blocked me on Twitter. You want to know why? I did the exact same thing to him that he does to everyone else. I can't remember the whole exchange, but I said, my girlfriend is, what is it? It is like the beginning of all knowledge or something like that. And he made some fucked up ass response like, yeah, but you already know my girlfriend exists. Because that's exactly what does to everybody else. I am an atheist. You know what he says? No, you're not. No, I just said that I was. Right? No, 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 you're not. Roman says that you believe in God. Yeah, you do. So I did the exact same thing to him. Right? So again, this is all bullshit. Just a little bit more. We're moving on to another team. Your wife or children to prove your devotion. It's a simple question. You know what, Paul? And he's absolutely right. We're almost two minutes in. And Cody asked him, would you kill your wife and kids? We've heard about a book. We've heard that atheism can't explain morality. We've just talked about some bullshit. Again, here, again, totally unrehearsed. Totally unrehearsed. Ask me, would I kill my Aunt Gilbert to, to belong to a club? No, I would not. No, I would not. No, I would not. No, I would not. No, the fuck, I would not. I would not kill my aunt to prove loyalty to anyone. Please notice how I didn't say, well, I don't know what I would do in that situation. I know exactly what I would do in that situation. And that is to protect my aunt with everything I've got. Not, not fumble back and forth, right? Would you kill Peanut to, to, to prove your loyalty to some club? She wouldn't kill her grandkid. I would not kill my aunt. You see how simple that was, fuck faces? Again, it's like if you have to sit here and have a 77-minute long debate on whether rape is wrong or not, it's because you are either a rapist or a Christian apologist. It's taken it, or both. It's taken him almost two minutes not to answer this question. If I was his wife and kids, I would be insulted and I would be concerned. You know what? One more thing before we roll this fucked up ass tape. Tin Buck says that he's an alpha man. Right? What kind of alpha man sits there and says that about his woman? Right? No, Frank Turk, would you would you would you kill your wife? I don't I don't know. I mean, I gotta think about that. I mean, let me get to the Bible. Let me what does Leviticus say about protecting my wife? Shut the roll the tape. Roll the tape. You know what would happen. And by the way, when God decides that someone should die, it's not murder for him. Because God kills all of us at some point. Pause the tape, end the tape. I'm, I, I, I can't, no. That's, that's abusive language, right? Again, like I said, the God proposition is one pronoun away from being the most fucked up thing you've ever heard. If God kills them, it's not murder. But when Robert Reed does it, apparently it's murder. It's all bullshit. I mean, it's I cannot believe I did this game. Holy shit. Let's go. Uh, you know what, gang? I'm looking at the clock. And I'm, I'm debating on which one I should do next. Because this is all kinds of fucked up. So how about this, gang? Plus, I need a stiffer drink. You can't call it day drinking if you don't start drinking during the day, gang. I'm committed like that. 
But gang, thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock again. And I am pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel's about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking interest. And I'll be back for part two, two, three of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Black again. Oh, we got to get YouTube. I was about to crank this show without bringing in the YouTube fam. What kind of asshole am I? You guys say hello to the squid. Say hello, squid. Hi, squid. All right. It's uh, game to your uncle Bobby's not feeling good. But oh, okay. Where are we? Okay, we got the three, the two, the one. YouTube, you are up and running, and amen. Now. Okay, we're going to wrap up Blasphemy Sundays. Again, until further notice, Sundays are just going to be Blasphemy Sundays, right? If you guys got any suggestions, hit Uncle Bobby up in the comment section so we can come up with some good shit to talk shit about Christianity. Like, I need a special day to bash Christianity. Robert, go fuck yourself. So, gang, I just belt hashtag unprofessional. If there is no sin in heaven, how can we have free will? This is only a minute long, buddy, this motherfucker. But it's good. I had to do it because at least for me, it's a, it's a question I've asked before. I just built that Because I remember, again, I told you, there was a Christian I had textual relations with on Twitter until she lost her fucking mind. And she kept trying to entice me to come back to the flock by telling me how tremendous heaven was. And I was like, well, I like strong drinks, girls with big booties. I like smoking weed, right? Watching New Orleans Saints football. And I gave her this laundry list of stuff that I like. You know what she said about my laundry list? You can't do any of that. It's like, okay, then which part of me is going to heaven? Well, God's going to give you all new desires. Then it's not me, right? It, it, the day I wake up and I cannot get enough Brussels sprouts, I, I'm not watching football. I drink orange juice instead of hard liquor, right? It, that's not me, right? So again, my free will says eat a blood rare steak and get drunk. That's what my free will says. But apparently I can't. Let's roll this fucked up ass tape. Let's see if there's any capitalism. Capitalism? Come on. Nathan, where are you? Capitalism. Hold on, gang. Yes, of course I'm here. Where are you? Hey. Okay. If there's no sin in heaven, how can we have free will? The answer that seems to resonate with me has to do with our changed nature in heaven. Christianity teaches that when we see Christ, we become... Pause the tape. Our changed nature. You see what I'm saying? Gang, the things that I like doing, half of them would qualify as sin. There's no such thing as sin. Fucking grow up. There's no curse on the world. I told you. I, 
It's barely 10 o'clock. Where I, it's not 10 o'clock. That's my first cocktail game. I'm not even close to bullshit. I'm doing this on a Sunday. I'm not going to do jack shit all day long. I'm just not. So again, which part of me crosses that line into heaven? Right again, he's already started out on some bullshit. Roll this tape. If there's no sin in heaven, how can we have free will? The answer that seems to resonate with me has to do with our changed nature in heaven. Christianity teaches that when we see Christ, we become like Christ. Our character is perfected, and we will act according to that character. We will have the ability to always do what is right. An ability. Pause the tape, and what I think is right is drinking hard liquor and having sex with women with big ass booties. So, again, it's. There, there's no part of this that's me crossing that line. Because if you say, I see Christ, and now I want to be just like the fucker, then that's not me. There, there's nothing about Robert Reed that walks through those fucking pearly gates. Roll the tape. Your freedom we don't currently have. So we'll be made into beings that will never want to sin again. Not because we're smarter about sin, but because we will hate sin and love good. An illustration might help. Pause the tape. I already love doing good. And the things that qualify as sin, to me, are fucking ridiculous. Again, if you can't be safe in your own mind, you can't be safe. Right? And according to Christianity, the last time I jerked one, I committed a sin. Right? Again, that's, by their standard, I fucked up. By my standard, I got a nut off. Who got hurt? Absolutely nobody. Matter of fact, someone benefited. Me. You know who else benefited? Everyone from my more relaxed mood. Shut the fuck up. Again, this is, roll the tape. You had the opportunity to set a puppy on fire. Would you do it? Well, you could do it logically because we're smarter about sin, but because we will hate sin and love good. An illustration might help. Imagine you had the opportunity to set a puppy on fire. Would you do it? Would you pause the tape? No, I wouldn't set a puppy on fire. Matter of fact, last time I saw a puppy hurt, I adopted the fucker. And it took no God for me to do that. That's how I got buddy. Would you set, again, Christians, what the fuck, what makes you guys think of this stuff? Again, in order to talk about morality, you guys always come up with the most fucked up ass examples of sexual violence. Again, when you can make a self-defense instructor say, God damn, you said something fucked up. I don't think about that shit. Alger, I don't think about setting puppies on fire. What's wrong with you guys? Who hurt you? Roll the tape. I'd do it, logically speaking, but you won't do it. I think something similar goes on in heaven. We'll see sin the way God sees sin and choose accordingly. Add a morally perfected nature to the fact that there's nothing outside of us tempting us, and I think it's reasonable to say that we can have free will and yet no sin. In that tape, Gang, that was just sitting on some bullshit. That was, again, I cannot believe I used to be a fucking Christian. All right, gang, let's wrap it up with this one. Just, let's get a couple minutes in on a Sean McDowell uh, film. This Capitalism. He runs a sustainable camping supply business. He's smiling because... Fit. How could a loving God send a good person to hell? This is going to be bad. Roll the tape. 
a good person to hell? This is a tough question. Well, here's a few things that might help wrestle with this. Number one, is there any such thing as a good person? I will certainly pause the take. Did you guys hear that? Again, this is victim blaming. This is abusive language. How can a loving God send anyone to hell? Instead of addressing the fucked up nature of this all-powerful despot who's so insecure that if you don't rub his shoulders and jerk him off, he's going to send you to hell. Instead of addressing that, he said, there's no such thing as a good person. That, that's abusive language. That is, this is your fault. Why did you make me do that to you? Instead of addressing, again, he's, he's smart enough to create a universe in six days by sitting on a cloud talking to himself. But again, but he can't make a move without murder and torture and rape and everything else. Sean McDowell started this out by blaming the fucking victim. That's all this is. Roll the tape. He says, no, Jesus said it's out of the heart that sinfulness and lust and anger and sloth come from. The heart is fallen and it's broken. Pause, pause the tape. Pause. Yeah, shut the fuck Romans 3. Gang, again, I, I don't know why I talked to this fucker, but Kenny. He sat his monkey ass in that living room right over there. Can you tell I changed my background around? I'm in back in my study, back on topic. And I remember we were talking, and I was like, hold on, dude. So basically, me just being a human, that's bad. You know what Kenny said? Yes! And I'm like, and dude got enthusiastic. Like, it just clicked, and now I'm going to be a Christian now. There's nothing wrong with lust. Okay, there's nothing wrong with anger, right? It, these are things that make us who we are, right? I mean, it's quite literally, if I sat, again, this is abusive language, right? If I stood over someone and I said, if you take your next breath, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Okay, that's human, breathing, yeah. <laughs> so again, everything about us as people is what God apparently despises. One more thing where I rolled this fucked up ass tape. I gave you that example of someone who I was dating and the, the, the spark was definitely flickering out, right? And she sat me down and she legit told me, okay, I've been doing some thinking and I found a way to make this work. You have to stop working out. You have to stop eating several times a day. You can't take martial arts anymore. You can't ride your bike anymore. And again, she literally just... This laundry list of what made me who I am, that was bad for the relationship. It wasn't, you have to stop cheating on me. You have to stop beating me up or something like that. It was literally, you can't work out anymore. I, 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 that's unacceptable. What? So again, it, it, she just wanted the outer shell that was me and then just jam a whole bunch of other shit in that was going to make her happy. I was like, then go kick rocks. That's the relationship with their God character. Right? Everything about you is bad. Right? And like that other fucking video, you know, well, when we see Jesus, we're going to be just like him. Then, then which part of that is me? Right? Again, roll the tape. Nobody this fucker's going to quote Romans. No one does. In fact, if we just look at human history, in the 20th century alone, it's clear that masses of human beings have contributed to great evil. When you look at our own hearts, all of us know we've done things that are... Again, pause the tape. That's very Christian-like. Yes, humans have done some fucked up shit. We've also done some really good shit. We've done some really neutral shit. But they, otherwise, Christianity can't survive. 
right? You have to sit here and focus on all the negative. Again, to quote noted historian and philosopher Ron motherfucking DeVeever, I don't have enough self-loathing to be a Christian. Roll the tape. All right. There is nobody who's good. So God doesn't send good people to hell because nobody's good. But second, does God send anyone to hell? C.S. Lewis is right in his book, The Great Divorce. He says, in the end, there's really only two kinds of people. Those who say to God, thy will be done. And those to whom God says, thy will be done. All who are in... Pause the tape. Shut the fuck up. That, no. Again, that's just more spin. Gang, the bottom line still stands. There's no such thing as free will under the God model. Again, if God knows everything we're going to say, do, and think before we say, do, or think it, because he's all-knowing and he has a chain, an unchanging plan. Again, I did not have a choice but to turn into an atheist at 39 because that was within God's plan. So again, no, this whole there's two types of people bullshit. No, there's only one type of person, according to Christianity, and that is someone who is merely living out a pre-programmed life. Period. End of story. Roll the tape. Hell. Choose it. Now you might say, why on earth would anybody choose hell? Well, what Lewis says is we make these small daily decisions that distance us from God. I've had people tell me straight up that, look, I'm going to commit some sin. If I have to continue in that sin, if that's going to keep me away from God, then so be it. A famous atheist recently died and he said, if stories come around of me in a bedside conversion, it's not true. Hitchens. 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 The human ability to claim autonomy is powerful. And if we don't want to believe in God, God will let us not believe in him. Pause the tape. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. You mean to tell me that my only option, my two options, I go to heaven, paradise, hell, tortured forever. And your God's not going to make a more concerted effort to make this shit crystal clear so everyone goes to heaven. But again, it's irrelevant. Because again, according to the God model, I don't have free will. Right? There's a good chance I'm going to die not believing in God. But do I have a belch? I just belch. I don't have a choice in this matter. If God has an unchanging plan, I can't change it. There's not enough prayer on the planet, apparently, that will get me to switch gears. So again, this whole, I don't care what C.S. Lewis says. Robert Reed says, shut the fuck up. This is all bullshit. Roll the tape. So why doesn't God just forgive us? Well, the bottom line is, is that... Pause the tape. Why doesn't God just forgive us? Again, more abusive language. Why doesn't God just forgive us? What have I done wrong? Again, Christians, go ahead. Please continue to say what a hot seeming pile of monkey shit you are. I can't stop you. But again, I'm not going to be that hard on myself because my parents did not fail me like that. Maybe yours did. Maybe you don't give two shits. Or maybe you're just programmed as a Christian to keep pointing out this bullshit that you're some horrible ass person. Right? So again, this is this, finish this fucked up ass tape. It's only on the cross that God's love and justice meet. You see, God couldn't be a loving, just God and simply look the other way at sin. It requires a payment 
or a punishment. And at the cross, we see God take. Pause the tape, end the tape. I've heard this story before. So have you guys. Sean McDowell, please go fuck yourself. Right? Again, it's at the cross where we meet his mercy and blah, 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 blah. I told you guys before. I have seen and experienced the depths of Christian mercy. One out of 10. Don't recommend. Right? Again, if, if, this is, if this is the best they've got, gang. Hence the reason why I'm a fucking atheist. On top of the fact that that shit just doesn't make any sense and that it hasn't been proven, it's immoral. It's just flat out immoral. King Uncle Bobby is only giving you one big motherfucking problem. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's going to give you one big motherfucking solution. The concept of hell. Shut the fuck up. You cannot sit here and through all the drivel, all the nonsense, all the foolishness. At the end of the day, the concept of hell is absolutely, positively fucking immoral. Let's, let, let's chew up. What, what did I see? Okay. So I started out with fuckface. Uh, Alan Parr talking about do babies go to heaven again if you have an ideology that this is a topic of conversation your ideology blows but again that fucker did not answer the question he just did it which is very Christian apologetic of him right I mean that was that is a 60 second answer at best I can't even make it through the tape because all I heard was Elbows are sharp, therefore mayonnaise. But because of mayonnaise, dumpster trucks have Easter bunnies. Now, because of those Easter bunnies, computer mouse and yard clippings. But what you don't seem to understand, necklaces and shoelaces are octagons. He, he just sat there and just rambled. But when you don't have an answer, you just have to fill the space with bullshit. Right again. This is not to convince anybody. This is quite simply put, this is how we're going to make people who already believe in this bullshit feel better about their bullshit-ass beliefs. Then the next one, gang, how can a loving God send people to hell? Great question. Again, this is abusive. This is a Mike Turner shit. I love you, therefore I hit you. Right? Love does not hurt. And again, if you have to sit here and talk about does God send people to hell? You, you don't have a loving God? Again, you have a dictator. Congratulations on being in a relationship with Scott Peterson. Then you got fuckface, uh, fuckface Frank Turk, right? Again, would you kill your wife and kids to show loyalty? He straight up said, I don't know what I would do. If, in, if you nodded your head to what he said, I am glad I don't know you because I don't respect you. It, it, it means he's a cowardly sack of shit. Again, my family is my fucking everything. If you fart near my cousin Paula and you do not say excuse me in a timely fashion with respect, I'm going to beat your ass. So again, well, I don't know what I would do if someone told me to kill my mom and my dad and my like, I can't even listen to what the fuck you're saying. And then we got the whole, you know, if there's no sin in heaven, do we have free will? Shut the fuck up, Christians. All you do is do fucking backflips. But gang, to wrap this thing up, I want to go back. There's my back. I just hit my balls just dropped. I want to go back to what I said about an hour ago. 
a seven-year-old boy was in tears and he approached Pope Futface. His father had just died and the boy was being emotionally terrorized because someone told that boy, because again, we aren't born with this. Someone has to lie to us. Someone told him that non-believers go to hell and get tortured forever. So again, he sat on the lap of Pope McFuckface and said, Pope McFuckface, my dad just died. This is a seven-year-old. My dad just died and he didn't believe in God. Pope Fuckface, is my dad being tortured? Pope McFuckface, again, did what Christians do. Took 27 minutes to give an answer that should take less than 27 seconds. And at the end of the day, he put the fire out and said, your, your dad's not being uh, tortured. But the fact that that boy had to wrestle with the concept that his dad was being tortured, again, fuck what the Republicans say about grooming and everything else. Gang, that's grooming. That is emotional fucking torture. If you ask me, if you want to know what hell actually is, it's an adult Christian telling a child that you are going to go to hell and be tortured forever because God loves you so very much. All right, gang, the big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Jen and Truth, let's go. Yeah.